<laughs> I knew about your sneezes, Aisha Coleman. <laughs> I did not know about your ninja yawns. That is how I yawned. Please describe what initiated the ninja yawn for you. Have you always ninja yawned? Pretty much. They're just so powerful. They like, and they gain in power as they go. So I have to like <laughs> let out some air and then it like freezes. Then I let out the other air mm-hmm. and it just happens to make that noise when I do it. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand the mechanics of it. It's just impressive in the sound that it makes. Much like I, I think I understand your sneeze process, but somehow all of that energy gets funneled into that tiny yeah yeah e. E. excuse me and those are my burps I ended the previous episode of the by that I mean podcast by promising that I would try to save Asia from the Texas you, you put forth zero effort in the attempt to try well to I didn't even need to because pretty much the day after that episode went up you called me and told me what? Glinda gone and got herself engaged. Every time I admit my true feelings about some, somebody, they either just go away. I'm sorry that I didn't end up having to try to actively save you from the Texas. I would have tried. I don't think you if would the, have. Uh, I wouldn't have. Yeah, I don't think you would have at all. <laughs> I would not have lifted a finger. Let's be I real, would have given real. you up to the Texas. Let's be real here. You know what I could really go for right now? What? A cigarette. You know what else I could go for? A manicure. Mm. You know when the last time I had a manicure was? When? I've only had one. I've never had one. I want to have one. Do you want to go get a mani-pedi together Uh, and podcast about it? Can we? You don't have a traveling podcastery. I don't. But we could get the mani-pedi then come back here. And just brag to all our listeners? It could be a humble brag. (gasps) You know what we should do? We should have a contest where, like, the winner gets to go to a Manny Petty with us. We could take our super fan to a Manny Petty. <laughs> He'd have to win some sort of contest first. He hasn't really won anything. Yeah. Yet, um, except for an Emmy. Except for an Emmy. Except for an Emmy. Uh, <laughs> County's only won an Emmy. Why hasn't he won <laughs> a Manny Petty? I know, right? Chris O'Neill, obviously, your goals have been all kinds of fucked up. You went after such things as Emmys when you could have been winning many petties for us this whole time. What kind of fan are you? I love how this podcast has just really just turned into us having a conversation with Chris O'Neill. <laughs> like, that's all we do anymore. <laughs> like, we don't, yeah. We don't even know anymore. Really, we could be just like Facebook chatting. Him. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Instead, we, we're like, this week in Chris. We literally, like, I like literally leave my home, come to your home. So we can have a conversation with Chris O'Neill. It's not even with, it's about. <laughs> yeah. Well, last week it was kind of with for like a half a second. Because we, we sent him a message of the voicemail variety and he sent us back another voicemail. Yeah. So, I mean, that's technically a conversation in this day and age. For some people, that's a relationship. Mm. I don't know who those people are. I don't either. <laughs> like, I don't want to know. But if they're, if they're complacent with just having a voicemail 
I would completely be in a relationship with them. I would cheat on them, but I would completely be okay with being in a relationship with them. Well, but maybe cheating would just be leaving voicemails no, for no. other people. And no, you I don't mean, leave voicemails. No, I don't, actually. I don't. So, I mean, you, it, if monogamy for you is defined as not leaving voice messages for other people, you can be perfectly chaste in a... No, no. By cheating, I mean I would have sex with other people because I'm... Exactly. Know, I'm having a relationship. I'm going to be, exactly. be having sex with somebody. Hopefully. Let's hope so. Yeah, because if not, that's really not a relationship. That's just a friendship. We've <laughs> learned a lot about love. <laughs> yes, we have. Already. Yes, we have. Did I just flash here? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> or if you did, my brain literally shut down that part of my eyesight. <laughs> so I didn't see it. <laughs> Rest assured that is staying in the podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Seth. Guess what I have on my Facebook? Another gift. Another gift. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite game is The Sims. And then The Sims happened to go onto Facebook. Okay. In a Sims social thing. And I saw some people. So you made the leap. And I saw some people online playing it. And they looked like they were having a good time. So yes, I made the leap mm -hmm. and decided maybe I will have a good time with this because I do love The Sims. And maybe I will love The Sims social on Facebook. And it's free, brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts, apparently. Did you like The Sims on Facebook? I did at first, and then it took a drastic, drastic turn for the awkward. Please exemplify and illustrate. <laughs> on The Sims Social, your friends, your online Facebook community can, can if they play Sims Social, can be your neighbors. And um, my high school science teacher happens to be one of my neighbors. Um, he asked me to be his neighbor, so I was like, yeah, sure. And so I was playing Sims and I needed to be inspired because if you're inspired, then you make more money when you do shit. Um, so to get inspired, all of your, all of your, like your food and your friends or your food and your fun and your hygiene and your, your bath room, toilet activities and your social need to all be dark green. And my excuse me. Yeah, they all need to be dark green in order for you to be inspired. <laughs> when my bathroom activities are green, I am not inspired. <laughs> well, no, I'm very worried. Green is when the meter goes up. So like you, you know, you pee or you, you, you do your business. And then when you get up, you get like a green smiley that you click on. And then the green smiley that you click on makes it go up. <laughs> your 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 inspiredness or your your mood. Your mood goes up oh, okay. and then you get inspired. So after you get off the what? toilet, what do you, you what click do you on a do? green smiley and then you're happy. Okay? <laughs> and after you get out of the shower, you click on a green smiley and you're happy. And so, after you eat a, a snack, you click on a green smiley and you're happy. So consumption makes you happy. <laughs> you just, everything makes you happy? Well, no. The happier you are, pretty much everything makes you happy. There are a few things that make you sad. Are there things that make you sad? What I'm makes sure you like sad? a fire would make you sad. What like, about a really rough shit? Well, no, that doesn't make you sad because you don't do that in The Sims. You never have diarrhea in The Sims? Like, this is not a simulation of real life. Okay, you need to play The Sims because, like, who wants to play diarrhea? Like, Well, I mean, it's, it's a part of life. In The Real Sims, you can get sick, though, from food. Okay. And other things, you can like, get sick. Does and, it blow out that, of both ends? And that makes your that makes your your mood go down. Does it blow out of both ends? It blows out of like one end. You either vomit or you shit. <sighs> but you have to run to the bathroom immediately after you eat bad food. Mm. 
So in a way, like the the Sim Sims is closer to real life than social Sims on. Facebook. But still quite forgiving. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> so my Sims social was down, and I needed to increase her social mood. So I went to visit my neighbor, who happened to be my high school science teacher, because he asked me. So I went over there, and when you go over there and you meet you know, one of your new neighbors for the first time, you get all these points you have to click on. So I was clicking on these rainbows for some reason and some other shit and a green smiley, and um, then my computer froze, and it went into the closed section. And so I got out of the closed section really quick, and when my computer unfroze, my shirt was off. My Sim shirt just disappeared. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, it was really awkward because none of us were saying anything for like a minute. And I just went home. I was like, like, go home. So my Sim decided to go to my high school teacher's house, my high school science teacher's house, take off her shirt and then go home. And I was like. Did you not even leave the house? Did you just appear? Like, did you go to his house yeah, to visit him? I went to his house to visit him. Okay. Took off my shirt and then went back home. My social was up after this encounter, by the way. So it, but then did, I, it, did you get inspired? No, I just got off. I just got off. I just got off Facebook Sims. I've got a Facebook Sims. I got, Sims. A, I okay. got a Facebook Sims. Okay. I didn't get off. Just clarify get off, that. Because that's just, no. Well, <laughs> no. That's, that's no. when you take off your shirt, one, <laughs> one can infer sometimes. Yeah, I understand. Anyway, so like I wrote on my Facebook wall how awkward this experience was. I wrote something like, yep, that's right. My Sim went to my, my high school science teacher's house, took off her Sim shirt, and then went to her Sim home. Um, and then literally, like, maybe, like, 20 minutes later, I look back on my wall, and it's like, your science teacher has left you a gift. And I was like, what the hell? Okay. He's like, tried to go to your place, but you weren't there, so here's a gift. Clicked on the gift to accept it, and it was fifty sim dollars. I'm a sim ho. So you're a sim ho. I'm a sim ho. Give me some idea of scale. How far does a sim buck go in sim world? I don't know. I could probably buy like a chair or an, a shirt. Or chairs cost the same as shirts in sim world. It, it, it depends on the quality of the chair. Or the quality of the shirt. I could also buy like ten five dollar wallpaper panelings for my new room that I got. Okay, so you got the equivalent of a chair <laughs> or a shirt or wallpaper. Well, I mean, I could spend the money on by, anything by I want. By throwing your shirt at your... Well, I didn't throw it at him. It just disappeared. Were you telling him, I want a new shirt by, no, like, throwing him the I old one? I didn't throw it at him. It literally just disappeared. Oh, it disappeared. Like, I, like, Wait, I was, did it reappear anywhere else? No, Is it gone now? It's just gone. It's in the ether. Went there. Like, imagine me, all right? And I, like, knock on your door, and then I come in. I don't say anything, and then all of a sudden my shirt just vanishes. And then I leave and go home. My bra is still on, mind you, though. This sounds like a, one of my worst nightmares. Yes, right? It's like right? being at a place with someone you haven't seen in a very long time but remember vividly, doing something embarrassing that, re- that lands you naked, <laughs> gets you in your starkies, and then, and then you wake up. But there's no waking up from Facebook. <laughs> there's only logging off, and that's only temporary. It's just so awkward. Like, Facebook, as amazing a tool as it is, also sets you up for a lot of awkward. Or at least me up for a lot of awkward. And yet I am still addicted. Yeah, so you're still 
doing the Sim Social? Have you gotten? No. No, no, I just popped in my Sims CD disc and just started playing my actual Sims. Oh, okay. None of my friends can come in. Now, so his first gift was 50 bucks. 50 did he, dollars. Did he leave any more gifts? Well, later that night, I had saw on my wall that I had two more gifts from him. <laughs> but when I went to click it, when I went to click, I'm a Sim stalker now. When I went to click it, like, it was like, you've already claimed this gift. So I was like, oh, weird. Maybe he just left multiple notifications, notifications or something. But then today, I'm like sitting down and it's like, your science teacher left you another gift. And I'm like, what the hell? Have you checked it yet? No, I haven't. I can't. I was right here when it happened. Well, let's check it. I can't on my phone. I'll check it on my computer. All right. I feel like there needs to be some music now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Right now. This might be my favorite segment, by that I mean ever. Asia is click-clacking away at the keyboard. We're about to discover what her third, fourth, what number gift is this? Uh, well, technically it's the second, if I can. Oh, so your, your real second yeah. gift. He gave me 50 additional SIM dollars. So now I have 100 SIM dollars from my high school science teacher. The only acceptable gift from him would be an actual shirt, because it would be funny. Now it's just creepy. Like, stop sending my Sim money. <laughs> like, Does he think he can buy you off for merely 100 Sim bucks? I don't know. Maybe he thought that my Sim couldn't afford a shirt. Or maybe he's just creepy. Maybe he thinks... That that was Sim sex. That that was... That you're a Sim hooker. <laughs> oh, no. You can be a sim crack whore, Harper Asia. Harper 7, no. Harper 7, no. <laughs> Asia, what if you were a crack whore sim? No. No. You liked that crack whore on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That's Why because, not? No, that's because. Use this virtual life. No, Seth, no. <laughs> no. The town I grew up in, they probably already think that I am that. So no, 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 no. How did you celebrate your 9-11 day, Asia? By driving a booty call home. And with you. It's true. I drove a booty call home, and then we met up. And we watched. True Blood season finale. The True Bloods. <laughs> they season finaled quite well. They did. They season finaled. They killed a bunch of motherfuckers. Many people died. I'm hoping one will live. Spoiler alerts for True Bloods. If you haven't seen True Bloods yet, skip past this part. Um, How will they know which part? Like, how long to skip past? I don't think Tara's dead. I don't think Tara's dead either. And I'm happy about that. I am unhappy about that. I I wish Tara were... I don't wish Tara were dead, because I don't want any character on True Blood to die other than... It, was it Timmy? Tommy. Tommy. Timmy fell down a well. I hated him. <laughs> I know you I hated did. him so much I couldn't remember his name correctly. <laughs> was, it, was it Timmy? Timmy, Tommy, whatever. I'm glad he's dead. Take it, Jackie. All faking being Sam and having sex with that shifter lady on the sly. He was beaten to death. He was beaten to death. I liked the Marnie Antonia story and how, like, the, the power kept getting... 
shifted in terms of the actual character mm-hmm. where like Marnie was initially the weak one mm-hmm. and Antonio was the strong spirit and then it shifted and Marnie became the power mad Orson Welles of witchcraft. <laughs> I do not like the fact that she killed Jesus using Lafayette's body. I didn't like that at all. First of all, because the whole fork thing was, would you have not noticed that your lover was possessed until like the end of breakfast? Uh, maybe. If they would it take like that him, long? If they look like him, I guess maybe. Much. Maybe if Jesus was not a morning uh, a morning person, maybe like he was like groggy. <laughs> and couldn't tell that Lafayette was possessed, but still. But was no, he it, made the whole breakfast. He said, eat breakfast. I worked hard on it. So obviously well, yeah. he was up. Did you get a look at that breakfast? It did not look that yeah, great. It did not look like he like spent that much time making it at all. Yeah. I was like, I here's was an egg a... and a piece of toast. And some, it's a cream of wheat. And it's literally just a, a raw egg. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> he actually toasted the toast. <laughs> did not break the egg or prepare it in any way. <laughs> Here is an egg. I worked all morning on this egg. <laughs> Eat your breakfast. I, I couldn't it. figure it out. I worked, on it. I worked all morning on this. <laughs> Can you just not cook? I couldn't do shit with <laughs> it. Did you just Google? (laughs) You're the cook. You handle this. I had to to read Google. (laughs) I had to read it. I had to read Google. (laughs) (laughs) And getting Google out here, I had to put like antenna up with some freaking riddles wrap so that we could get a signal for our Google. I think that's what he worked hard on, not the actual breakfast. Getting that signal for the Google? Yes. If it's in Hick Towns, it would probably be like satellite internets. I had to go to Best Buy and buy a signal router stronger maker. Yeah, poor Jesus had to go all the way to Best Buy. <laughs> and that was four parishes away. Four parishes away. That's how it works. That's actually right? accurate. Yeah. <laughs> the nearest Best Buy is four parishes away from Bontomp. Bontomp? Really? <laughs> You would not call it that. I don't think anyone is having a bon tomp there. Bon tomp. <laughs> like, this is quite a tangent we've gone right? on. This is quite a tangent. <laughs> it's like we're down the bayou without a paddle. <laughs> like, it was good. Like, I mean, it was obviously like drama and everything. I just didn't like them doing that to Lafayette's character. You know what? I didn't either. But I think that was part of why it was a bold choice on their part. Because, I mean, it's it's the thing that you know will frustrate the shit out of the people who watch your show. Yeah. yeah this is also probably the reason why I don't write the show. Because if I wrote the show, it would be like, everybody's happy. Like, yeah. Nobody, yeah. Like, yeah. Everybody's happy. Nobody dies. <laughs> the, the monster for the next season is like puppies. Yeah. <laughs> Just really sweet puppies invade Bon Tom. Well, no, you know, like, I liked Marianne, actually. Bill and Eric just getting together yeah. to pet puppies. <laughs> Take naked showers together. Nude soap showers. Our vampire domination seems so petty in comparison to the cuteness of these puppies. Yeah. That's what it would be if you wrote the show. That's mine. That's, uh, it's actually, that's my true blood fanfic. <laughs> It's puppies come to Bontom, <laughs> a Sookie Stackhouse adventure. <laughs> and of mine, like Sookie and Bill would just, you know, not be 
But Eric and Sookie would would be. Would, would they be everywhere? <laughs> they would. They already were everywhere. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they were everywhere. Um, but yeah, she finally Suki finally decided between Bill and Eric and decided on neither of them. Yes. What did you think of that choice? I know what you thought of it. You did not like that choice. I thought that they felt like they needed a way to make Suki be with neither of them because they wanted they probably wanted to avoid having another season of just her tussling over them. Or happy relationships, because they say happy relationships are boring. I don't think they would be, because I don't, I I don't, well, I don't think any relationship is, like, perfectly happy. Most of them, at least. But especially (laughs) not one between a human and a vampire. I like the choice, personally. Or a fairy and a vampire, for that matter. Personally, I like the choice, because it did give us that comedy gold of them killing Nan together. Yeah, speaking of puppy dogs. Also, though, you know, I think it makes sense because she loves them both and she doesn't want to hurt either of them by being with somebody else. So she's just going to be alone and let them move on so that she doesn't have to like she's not unfair to either of them. Well, this is my question then. Who is she going to fuck next season? She killed Debbie. So maybe out of remorse for killing Debbie, she'd get with, you know, Debbie's ex. I'll see. Yeah. I think she's going to take a turn the Al Seed way. Why not? He's got abs just like the rest of them. Why not indeed? <laughs> He's got abs just like the rest just of them. Just saying. Wait, did they fuck? Did no. they ever fuck? They never no, fucked. they didn't. They didn't. Yeah. They, they never fucked. I'm excited they, to they see about that. They's about dues. <laughs> <laughs> I think they's are. How weird would it be? Like, say that you are um, Stephen Moyer, right? Mm-hmm. And you're married to Anna Paquin, and every week you have to watch her fuck somebody. Oh, like, and now it's going to be someone new. Yeah, like, how weird would that be? I think, I don't know if I'd be able to handle that. I'd be like, you get off of him. Like, Asia, you just ruined a take. <laughs> take 22. <laughs> you get off of him. <laughs> you just keep doing it. She's not even on him now. <laughs> you just keep doing it. She's out of the room and offset entirely. She was too freaked out by you yelling at her. <laughs> I mean, I know it's fake. I do. But it's like, would you like to see the person that you are married to undulating on top of another naked person while 50 crew guys Actually, are masturbating in the background? That's how I think the sexual well, is. Well, first we're going to have to <laughs> handle this crew masturbation issue. Because <laughs> that's, that's not going to make for an efficient film set no matter how good looking the people are. That's really how I think True Blood goes. Wow. I, <laughs> I, I, I have a feeling it's not quite like that. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it is. I think there would be an erotic aspect to it. I don't know. I just think it's weird. I, I don't know if I could handle it. I'd have to probably be in the situation, which will never happen. Wait, you're not going to be on the next season of True Blood? Oh, I didn't tell you it fell through. It fell I wanted through. you to be fucking Bill. I'm sorry. My contract, though, <sighs> say that I need to be fucking Eric. Oh, darn. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I know. I guess he'll just have to take one for the team. And if not, I will be right there to take your place. <laughs> yes, you can get an Asia costume. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> 
I would totally wear an Asia costume if it meant I got to fuck Eric, the Viking vampire. Well, you don't get to fuck him. We just went through that. You have to undulate on top of his naked body. That's close enough for (laughs) me. But no penetration and Uh no hard-ons. If you get a hard-on, it's done. Oh, it's going to be done. Well, obviously, if you're wearing an Asia costume and Asia gets a hard-on. Well, yeah. (laughs) Would he be able to feel it? (laughs) I don't know. If if, If I tuck it just right? I can be all surreptitious with it. You don't know. I could be tucking it right now. <laughs> Some heavy duty. I'm tucking right now, just thinking about it. <laughs> oh, I'm wearing an Asia suit to fuck a vampire. The plans we make on the By That I Mean podcast. Wait, what makes you think that Tara is still alive? Oh, I know Tara's alive because. Eric and Bill had both just fed on her, which means that they'll both immediately know that she's in trouble and they'll be able to give Tara their blood and save her and make her like vampires again. And that will be a nice story turn for next season. So you know that Tara is still alive based on your speculation of next season. Yes. (laughs) Okay. I just, I thought that you had some sort of inside track. It's my personal faith. (laughs) It's really just nothing. Okay, so that delightful finale of True Blood was our mutual celebration of 9-11 Day. Yes. Shall we reminisce to get tripped down awful memory lane? I remember where I was when the, the planes hit the towers. Where were you? I was in first period in high school. It was senior year. So yeah, no, it was English. And I remember having a test the next period that I did not study for and we did not have to take it. And that was my 9-11 10 years ago. Okay, so there's a there's an article I read that's kind of an essay by this guy named Steve Almond, and it's called The, De- the Decade of Magical Thinking. It's at the rumpus, therumpus.net. Interesting passage that I think kind of encapsulates most of what I think about it, about the day and about how we have celebrated it since then. It's become almost a holiday. Um, Okay, so here's the quote. Freud and others were fascinated by the concept of infantile omnipotence. This is what a child feels early in his life and what he must eventually surrender when he realizes he does not and cannot control the world. There are some people, though, who can never quite accept this truth. They don't have a strong enough sense of self to sustain the psychic injury, and thus they resort to magical thinking, delusions of grandeur, angry projections, wild superstitions. They become, in this sense, more closely aligned with primitive cultures. It is my belief that the enduring legacy of 9-11 resides in a permanent regression of the body politic, a narcissistic injury that we return to as a talisman of self-victimization and which allows us to frame our sadistic urges as moral duties. The attacks stunted our capacity to accept the awful truth of the world. This is most obvious in the ravings of demagogues, but in the end, the demagogues merely provide cover for our own quieter, more subtle abdications. Why are you looking at me? Because we spent 10 years insisting that if we took off our shoes and let people grope us 
and threw away our cream and liquid-based products before we get to an airport gate that we're going to be safe and that we're magically protected from terrorism. And also, we've spent 10 years now at war in Afghanistan and continued telling ourselves and the families of innocent people we've killed in Afghanistan and American soldiers who've died here that it was to protect us from more terrorism. I, I think it goes deeper than just war. I think it's our way of still psychologically trying to exact revenge for 9-11 and to satisfy our kind of animal bloodlust. But in the tradition of all great propaganda, we scrub the major details of it until all the people involved are American heroes. And it's crazy religious fanatics and they hate us for our freedoms, not people who are crazy fundamentalists striking out at us because we're bombing the Middle East for decades and decades. America's balls officially dropped and that we were running around all naive and then we became like teenagers instead of children. I don't know, it just seemed very somber because everyone was like, oh my God, where are we going to go from here? We got attacked, what are we going to do? Blah, blah, blah. And now it's someone been long Bomb somebody. <laughs> yeah, basically. Make it brown people. <laughs> that, was, that was basically it. Make it people that had nothing to do with what, what happened. Yeah, kidnap those. <laughs> those ones. Torture thems. <laughs> Torture thems until they're dead. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was crazy. Yep. Was and a- the guy who ordered all that heinous shit, Mr. Dick Cheney, has written a memoir and is all over all of your TVs. He's on every single one of your televisions. Not mine. He was on the fucking view. He's done, well, but he's done every single show that would have him and that he could be sure he would never be challenged on. I only watch Law and Order SVU. He did rape the Constitution. (laughs) So you would think that he'd be a great, great case for that. Um, Ripped from the headlines. (laughs) A man with no pulse. Rapes a nation's founding document, writes a memoir, and goes on a fucking book tour. Who would actually buy his book? I'm personally going to wait till it comes out in the library. So you can poop in it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or burn it. That's what a Republican would do. No, I like burning books. Let's, let's, it's actually fun. Have you ever done it? You are from the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> I also like cow tip and say something. I don't enjoy cow tipping. Oh, you're missing out. <laughs> that was my that was my tiny glove slapped in your face. <laughs> I do not prefer that, Asia. I don't enjoy cow tipping. Something said. <laughs> Take that. But yeah, so Dick Cheney's got the memoir. I mean, are you going to read it? Why would I do something like that? Well, you're publicizing it right now. I figured you're probably going to read it too and... No, but from what I've heard, he pretty much spends the whole book avoiding blame and blaming other people for shit that went wrong in the Bush administration. Because, of course, everything was everyone else's fault, even though Dick Cheney basically called the shots for those eight years. But he admits that there was wrongdoing in the Bush administration, because that's surprising to me. Right? Yeah. I mean, I guess after a certain point, you just kind of have to. Um, but he's, he and his daughter, his freak daughter, 
have gone around um, talking about how many lives torture saved. Wait, are you calling her a freak because she's a lesbian? No, it's, that's not the lesbian daughter. That's the other one. Oh, he's got more than one? He's got two daughters. Someone let him put it in him twice? Yeah. Like, ah. Namely, Mrs. Cheney. Ew, what is that? Like, why would you, like, look at that and be like, I want to marry that? Look, he doesn't have a pulse. <laughs> he's got a robot that is constantly pumping his blood to and fro through his body. He's got no pulse. Well, I mean, is that a surprise to anybody? It's so perfect <laughs> for him. It's so fitting. I mean, he was aptly named. That's all I could say. If your name were Richard, why would you go by Dick? I've never understood that. He's a proud dick. I mean, what more do you need? He's been a dick from day one. <laughs> like, like, even the sound of his name makes my heart stop and then start again Jenny. faster. No. Did your lub-dub just become a lub-dub-dub? <laughs> no, seriously, feel my pulse. I can't feel your pulse. <laughs> oh, no. You're obviously a vampire. <laughs> like, Dick Cheney has a book. Like, why are you even talking about it? Because it's the anniversary of 9-11, and I just want all of us to never forget the reaction of this country and its leaders to a terrorist attack that they were warned about. Because in August of 2001, <laughs> yeah. George W. Bush got a memo at his ranch <laughs> called Bin Laden Determined to Strike in United States. And he told the guy who gave him the memo, all right, you've covered your ass. Then went back to clearing brush at his Texas ranch. And that terrorist attack was used as a springboard for launching many, oh so many wars in Middle Eastern countries. And... Boy, have we done wonders for America's reputation since. And he was also re-elected. And he got re-elected somehow. So, yes, your first vote might have been in 2008, but please remember that time before when you could vote, when everyone else voted for that one guy again after those things happened. Because if we're not careful, it's going to happen again. I heard one of my friends who actually, you know, voted for Bush again, was like, I want him to fix his mess. I was like, you think that he won't just make a bigger mess? That's funny, because that was one of the rationales used by people supporting Obama's nominating all these Wall Street people to head his economic team, was saying, oh, they're the ones who broke it. They can totally fix it. No one knows how to <laughs> catch a bank thief like a thief. <laughs> they know where everything goes. <laughs> right, they know how everything got <laughs> fucked up because they kind of fucked it up. They fucked it up. Ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed this episode of the By That I Mean podcast, please like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash by that I mean. Uh, you can visit me on Twitter at MFP Seth. You really shouldn't wonder about tweeting Asia. Although I can spoil that in the next episode, she will reveal her Twitter name. She still won't respond to your tweets. As you'll notice by the lack of Asia, I'm alone in the MFP studios tonight. We forgot to record an outro in the recording session that produced this episode, but Rest assured, next time we will be prepared with intros and outros for your listening pleasure. And now for lack of any firmer way to close the show on my own, here is a kazoo. <laughs>